Well, hello you guys and welcome back to Celebrating Joy. I'm so excited because I have a really, really good friend of mine. Her name is Shannon and I'm just super, super excited that y'all get to learn from her and just have her wisdom. Um, she's awesome and has been someone that has been in my corner all of college and has really helped me through a lot of different seasons of life. And so I'm super excited for her to just share a little bit about her story and kind of what the Lord has done to her. Um, so can you tell us, Shannon, where you are in life right now and just a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Um, first, I just want to say um, thank you to Mary. I'm just really excited to be here. Um, just have watched Mary grow a lot in the past couple years of college and just um, excited to be cheering her on, but also be a part of this. So um, yeah, right now I'm finishing my fourth year at Baylor University. Um, I'm about to graduate in just a couple weeks and move to Dallas to start a position um, at a management consulting firm, which is super exciting. Um, different for sure, but uh, I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah, different stage of life for sure, but super exciting. Um, can you tell the audience just a little bit how you became a believer and how you came to know the Lord? For sure. So um, I'm raised in a really loving family. I'm one of five kids and um, just was raised Catholic. And so I always knew of God, but never knew God um, and just grew up really believing the lie that you have to earn the Lord's love. Um, and so with that, just, I always heard of God and was like, dang, if I'm this so-called sinner and I'm going to fail every single day and I have to earn his love, then there's never going to be any way I can. And so just kind of put that on the back burner of my mind and just wasn't walking with the Lord until, um, my junior, the summer before my junior year of high school, I was at a young life camp and that was the first time I had heard the gospel or at least that it had clicked in my head and was just honestly so confused and was confused on why I was being told like there's nothing that I have to do to prove myself but just really have to believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross but conquered death um, and that I would be saved and so walked into junior year just with a lot of questions and a lot of questions that people really couldn't answer um, and so was just lost but uh, the January of my senior year just was tired of living for the world, was tired of the party scene, was tired of cultural Christianity and just wanted answers. Um, started church hopping by myself, went out and bought a Bible um, that I had never touched or read before and went to church with one of my friends. And it was one of those sermons where you just sit there and you're like, oh, this was made for me <laughs> and um, just left crying and knew that I wanted Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. And that's honestly how I became a believer and just have grown ever since. That's so awesome. And it's really cool to just hear that like you were seeking the Lord and you even like went to church alone and you were church hopping and like bought yourself a Bible. And that's really yeah. cool to see like you don't have to be in like this group setting to like seek the Lord. Like he's going to meet you where you are and you can like be one-on-one -on -one with him because that's all he really desires from you. Um, so what has God taught you in this past season of your life? Because I know that there's been so much that you've grown through in college. So what has that been looking like? Yeah, um, that is a great question. And honestly, I think my mind could rattle off a lot. But I think one of the biggest things is um, just in Galatians, it talks about the fruit of the spirits. And one of those is joy. And so I think the biggest thing is that joy is a fruit of the spirit. And so therefore you can't lose it. And I think that the Lord's just really shown me that joy and grief can go hand in hand, that joy and sadness can go hand in hand, that joy and confusion, um, because sadness and happiness and all of those things are feelings. And while feelings are real and they're not 
they're while feelings are real they're not reliable but joy is something that is consistent and that mm-hmm. um you just can't lose and even in uh john 16 22 uh, when jesus is talking to his disciples he just says that like once you have it like no one can rob you of that joy and yeah. so i think that's been the biggest thing that the lord showed me in this past season of like you can have um the exact same circumstance happening around you but with some people you're gonna have to sit in the morning and with some people you're gonna get to rejoice in the celebrating over the exact same situation and so that's been a lot of it of um just joy is something that you can't lose and i would say that's the biggest thing that um i've just been learning and seeing the lord show me repeatedly um over this past season that's so awesome i remember shannon told me that exact same thing and I was, like, learning about joy myself because, obviously, like, my whole book is about joy. My <laughs> podcast is about joy. But Shannon, when I was going through, like, a really difficult time in my life, she was like, you can't lose the joy that the Lord has given you. And that, like, replayed in my mind over and over again because sometimes it might seem like your life is going downhill and you're really confused but the Lord still is so gracious and, like, gives you the joy that you can find in any season of life. So it's so, so true that in John like you cannot no one can rob you of that joy and no circumstance can like the Lord is giving it to you all the time you just need to seek it and it might be really difficult but it's possible yeah I think it's one of the coolest things where like you can be going through like one of the hardest times and people look at you and they're like gosh you're just so joyful and you're Mm -hmm. you're sitting there and you're like that is the last thing that I think of myself but it's cool because it's like it's not your joy it's the Mm -hmm. Lord's joy radiating through you which is just a really cool idea that's so so true so what's a character because you talked about joy but what's a character like quality of the lord that is like one of your favorites right now yeah um i think something that uh mary and i have just talked a little bit about and that i just keep coming back to over and over would be the lord's consistency Mm -hmm. um yeah i think just plain and simple anytime i try to describe the lord everything just keeps pointing me back to the word consistent um, and that would, that's what I would say is the biggest thing that I just see in him. Yeah. Consistency for sure is like a really cool character of the Lord, just because you know that like he's always going to remain the same, even when your life completely changes. Mm-hmm. And so how have you seen the Lord be consistent in your life? Great question. Um, let me see if I can put it all <laughs> completely, like get my thoughts verbalized, but, um, I think through grief, I think through the unknown, I think through change, I think through the different friendships of jumping into college or about to leave it, the one thing that always remains the same amidst all the chaos is the Lord. Um, And I think a verse that I've just clung to a lot um, is in Hebrews 13, 8, of just like, he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Um, And I think in just some of the most difficult moments that I mean you and I have even walked through just grief and things like that um he was the same God before um the accident the day of the accident and today and so I think just um thinking about that of like expectations might not be met or things in our life might not go a certain way but like he's the same God and he's working um for a purpose and I think that kind of goes with the whole idea of like his plan is perfect of just like we're so close up um, and can't always see the full picture, but he is a couple steps um, above and sees the whole thing. And so um, just is consistently giving good things, consistently working for our good, even when to us it seems like chaos in our life. Yeah, that's so true because I think our world is just super dark and 
can sometimes seem so hopeless because of how dark it's become, but, like, that's sin, and the Lord looks at us and still sees us, like, as his children, like, we're going to be reunited with him in heaven where there is no darkness and there is no sin, and so um, it's been really cool to see, like, the Lord's going to, like, continue to remain consistent. He's going to forgive me. He's going to give me grace. He's going to love me no matter what, Um, and I can, like, fully count on the Lord and, like, trust in him because he's so consistent, Mm -hmm. and it's really cool to see, like, his work is also consistent like you can see him work in the lives of people and you know prayer works because he's going to answer your prayers maybe not in the way you wanted it to but like for sure in a way that he wants it to be answered um and as shana mentioned like we have walked through the process of grief together and with a lot of our other friends and so i kind of want to just like talk a little about that we um had a really good friend of ours um, who passed away. Her name is Addie Smith, and she passed away um, during my sophomore year and Shannon's junior year during the summer, and so I just kind of want Shannon to just kind of talk about how do you know that God is still good even when you lose such a dear friend and, like, just the process of, like, grieving and walking through that. Um, yeah, I think um, to start of just, like, he understands it um and you're probably like what does that even mean but just like when it talks about God sending his son down in the bible it says like his beloved son who he loved dearly and I think a lot of times we take like we don't understand the power of that of like oh God's for God to love the world he sent his only son but it was his beloved son who he loved dearly and sent him to die for us and so I think we hear that so much that we just lose sight of what that really looks like of like the Lord understands the pain we feel when we lose somebody. Um, and a perfect example of this in a story that I've just clung to a lot is in John 11. Um, and it's just the story of Lazarus and, um, you know, Jesus knew that Lazarus was going to die. Um, Jesus knew that he was going to raise him from the dead. And yet in the midst of all of that, uh, Mary and Martha run up to him, like two of his dear friends. And it says the word dear friends, and they just weep at his feet. And um, the Lord looks at them and just cries with them um, and weeps with them because he loved them and he loved Lazarus so much that he felt their pain and um, just was so heartbroken with them, even though he knew what was about to happen. And I think it's the same thing for us of like, the Lord sits with us, whether it's grief or whether it's um, breaking a bone or whether it's whatever it may be in your hardships. Like he looks at you and he feels that pain and cries with you, even though he knows good that's going to come out of it. And, um, you know, because of our friend's story and because of her faith and the life she lived, like people have come to know Christ and mm-hmm. we have seen the Lord turn beauty from ashes, even yeah. though we're sitting here and heartbroken. Um he's made good out of the most heartbreaking situation. And so that's the thing too. But like he sits and weeps with us, um, even though he knows why it had to happen when it happened. And to us, it might be like, oh, she was 20. Like it was too young. It was too fast. Like we didn't, like her life was cut too short. And for him, he's like, no, like my plan is perfect. But like sits and weeps with you um, until the good can be shown and I think another verse that just goes off of it is Psalm 34 um I think it's 18 of just like he is close to the brokenhearted um and I think that is just such a testament of like we can be heartbroken but we don't have to be hopeless of like we um get to take comfort of like she's in heaven with him and she's Mm -hmm. in his arms and that's something to celebrate and I think 
um, just another way to see um, just his heart for it is also in Luke 7. And it talks about the woman who was grieving her son. And immediately when Jesus saw her, his heart was filled with compassion. And he raised that son from the dead too. And so while we're sitting here being like, oh man, like that didn't happen for our friend. Like she is alive and she's in heaven and we get to take um, comfort in that but also realize like his heart is filled with compassion and he yeah. weeps with us too. And so that's a big reason why I can still sit here and say that he's good. And I think um, through the desperation and through the heartbreak, um, just got to learn that like the Lord wants every part of us. Um, he wants the good. He wants the ugly. And like you can be vulnerable with him and you can also be transparent with him and get mad and be confused and tell him that because um, he wants that too. And just reminds you that he's a good father who cares for you and wants to comfort you. Um, yeah. And so I think with that too, um, getting to see his consistency of how he, um, loves us of just, he weeps with us in our sadness. He feels for us in our grief. He never stops loving us no matter how many times we run away. And, um, in Luke 15, it's the story of the prodigal son. And, um, no matter how many times they pushed the father away, no matter how many times the son disobeyed or went and did his own thing just how we do the lord even when we're angry or sad or whatever that looks like um the father was full of compassion and sprinted to his son and that's the same thing the lord does from us no matter what it is we're feeling Mm -hmm. that was so good like that was awesome and just like highlighting everything that she said that was just like so awesome to like know that like the lord is consistent through all of that and i also like how shannon touched on it's okay to be angry and it's okay to like yell at the Lord I mean I remember receiving the phone call and like I didn't have words I kind of just like sat there and then as time went on I just was so angry and would yell at the Lord and just really be confused and so it's okay to like really invite God in the process and like it's okay to like be upset and it's okay to grieve and grieving loss grieving anything is really really tough and the lord doesn't want you to keep it in he wants you to talk through it with him and that's been something that is new to me because i used to think that everything that i said to the lord had to be like i'm either repenting or i'm either asking god for something or i'm just talking to him about um stuff i'm struggling with i didn't realize that you could literally be like angry and like grieve and so that was something that Addie's passing really taught me and I've learned a lot and it's been also really cool to see um, the people that her story has touched because I think my biggest fear was when she passes like everyone's gonna like forget Addie or um, people are just not gonna like understand like know the Lord through this situation like I thought people would just kind of be like God why did you do this like I don't believe in you and so but it's been completely opposite and it's been really cool um to see her story still be told and to see people come to know Christ um and like there's so many days where it's not easy because grieving is a process and it takes time but over time I've seen just grieving turn into like almost the sense of joy because I know where she is and I know how much joy she brought people and brought me and so it's really just brings me hope to know that like she's with the lord like rejoicing and um my one of my favorite like movies is the shack and it just Mm -hmm. reminds me of the scene when he is like reunited with his like daughter in heaven and his dad and like he 
was super angry with his dad, but then, like, he hugged him in heaven. It was just, like, the most beautiful scene because it just, like, reminds me, like, heaven's beautiful and it's waiting for us and the Lord's up there. And so it's just awesome that I know that she's there. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that was great. Um, so transitioning to, like, another question, I want to ask Shannon a question because she's about to go into this new season of life and... I'll be there next year, which is crazy. Um, But how are you feeling, and how do you know that the Lord is going to be there and be consistent with you? Yeah, Um, great question. Um, I think I kind of hit on it a little bit, but definitely excited for the future, but also intimidated. Um, I think just comfortable where I'm at right now, but that's also not what we're called to do. And so feeling every emotion probably – but also feeling nothing at all. So I think excited would be um, the word and just well-prepared. And I think a big way that I know, like, the Lord is going to be there and he's going to be consistent, just a summed-up answer would just be because he always is. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I mean with consistency of, like, even before I was a believer, like, there are things that I look back on and I'm just – in awe because it was so the Lord protecting me with before I even realized it. And then uh, as I started to learn him, the way he showed up and just seeing his goodness through that. And even in the future, knowing that I'm going to be dependent on him in a whole new way that I've never done before. Um, is just, he's never failed me and why would he start now? And so I think some scripture that just goes with that, just Psalm 34, 17, right before the brokenhearted one, is just the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help and he rescues them from all their troubles. And Psalm 16, eight of just, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. And then a big one is just Psalm 139. That's something that I just keep rooting over of, you go before me and you follow me, you place your hand or blessing on my head and then verses 7 through 12 just basically talk about like even when I try to hide I can't even when I try to run I can't if I try to um, go in darkness instead of the light like you you shine brighter than that and mm-hmm. um, I think it's just cool to be like even if I try to run away from the Lord he's going to be there with arms open wide as he always is and just yeah. um, there and working and I think that goes to the whole Waymaker song where it's like even when I don't see it you're working even when I don't feel it you're working and um, I think that is just such a testament to his character and to his consistency of like he's gonna be um, working for your goodness and um, it talks about how like the Lord withholds no good thing from his children and so just really do believe that um, he's always working for good um, even in the unknown which is a lot of what I'm about to walk into and so um, really excited about that and I think just the last verse that I want to go over on why I know the Lord's going to be there is in John 16 32 and 33 of just Jesus is about to tell us how in the world you're going to have trouble but you can take heart for he's overcome the world but before this in verse 32 he says that everyone will leave him alone, but he's not alone because the Father is with him. And it's the same thing for us of even the Son of God was like, yeah, every person is going to leave me, but I know I'm not alone because the Father is here. And it's the same thing as you graduate college, as you go into the quote-unquote real world, as you step into this new life. Like, you're not with your friends, you're not with your roommates, you're not with what is comfortable, but you're not alone because the Father is with you. And so I think that's the biggest thing. And the biggest way I know is just from Scripture because that's the Lord's Word Himself. Yeah, that's awesome. I really liked how you said, like, you're not alone because you're not like you're never alone like the Lord's always there and I was reflecting like two days ago about how 
I once came to college being so intimidated and now here I am feeling like this is my home. And so I know like once you enter a new stage of life, it's super intimidating and super scary. But like over time, like the Lord puts you uncomfortable and like makes you comfortable. But then he's like, okay, I'm going to make you uncomfortable again. And so I think it's really exciting that I get to watch you go into this new season of life um, and hopefully help prepare me for the next year when I have to sadly leave as well. I got you, girl. (laughs) So one more question I want to ask Shannon, and it's a question that I ask everyone on the podcast, but it's how are you celebrating joy right now? Yay! Um, (laughs) Yeah, just really excited about the book Mary's writing and just the podcast and all, just especially because joy is something that the Lord's been teaching me so much about, which is just full circle and ironic, but also the Lord is consistent (laughs) in what he wants to show people. So um, I think the biggest thing, and this kind of goes with like grief and what I've been learning and consistency, but every day is a gift. And um, yeah, I think just seeing it that way and walking like it is. um, And so whether that's being present with whoever, whatever is in front of me or sitting with people um, when they're sad, but also seeking out the moments of laughter um, and reminding myself that life isn't like meant to be taken so serious and um not focusing so much on what's to come like obviously being diligent and like planning my future how I need to but mostly focusing on like okay what's today got and um where does the Lord have me and that I think is just such a tangible way to walk in joy and just um, I think being present and being with the people you're around or with the thing that you're supposed to be stewarding is such an easy way to find joy in just the little things but um, laughter. I like to laugh. So, um, I would say that's a big one. Yeah. I love that. And that's true. She does like to laugh, <laughs> <It's true>. uh, <laughs> but it's so true. Like every day is such a gift and like, you shouldn't wish away a day and like wish that a different day was here and not this day. And it's really important to like, see, okay, I have today. The Lord has given me today. How can I use it to glorify him? That's something that's really hard, but it's just so true. And that's, how we should um, live life day to day because there's always something to be celebrated. I think that's something that I have found. There's always something that can be celebrated in a day, whether that's something that's going on in your life or someone else's life. And so that's something and that kind of hits right on my podcast name, Celebrating Joy. And so, Shannon, I'm just so, so thankful that you're in my life and blessed that the Lord placed me in your life as well. And so it's just been awesome to get to meet with you and talk with you and just have you on the podcast and for you to share your wisdom and what the Lord is teaching you. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Mary. It's been an honor. Um, Mary Turner, people remember the name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.